This podcast is dedicated Liloin Nishmot in loving memory of Aaron Leiv Vafege Leiser and Aaron Eliezer Vassara Kotler. Preparation for the prayers of the High Holy Days. This is a talk given by Rabbi Ashlag in 1942 in the week before Rosh Hashanah. And this is what he says. We need to understand what is explained in the Shulchan Aruch. The rule is that a person needs to go over, practice, rehearse, take note of the prayers of the High Holy Days. So that when he comes to the actual moment of prayer, he's familiar with the prayer and knows what he wants to say. Well, that seems to me a very reasonable proposition. The prayers of the High Holy Days are different prayers than the ones we say during the year, and many of us are not familiar with them. Furthermore, when we come to pray on Rosh Hashanah, we know that we're standing before the Creator. It's an important moment. It's what we want to ask for for the whole year ahead. So, of course, before we have any important appointment with anybody, we rehearse it in our minds. We go over what it is that we want to say. So why shouldn't we do the same thing when we come to the Creator? But Rabbi Ashlag takes it in a slightly different direction. He goes on to say, The issue is that our prayer needs to come with our heart. This is the inner meaning that prayer is the work of the heart, that our heart should agree to what we are saying with our mouths, because if not, this would be a type of fraud, where what we're saying with our mouth is not what we really mean. In the language of Kabbalah, the heart means desire, what it is we really want. So, what he's saying is, we have to be sure that what the words of the prayer book are saying and what we really want are the same. Now, the words of the prayer book are not just words. They're carefully formulated codes which bring the energy up to God and help us direct ourselves in the correct way before God. They are hallowed by tradition and they were brought to us by the men of the great assembly who understood the pathways of prayer. So we need to really consider the prayers carefully and check out what they're really saying. He goes on to say, so that therefore in the month of Elul, a person needs to accustom himself to work with a tremendous work and the most important aspect is that he should be able to say write us in the book of life that is to say at the moment when he says write us in the book of life also his heart agrees and that he won't be just like a you know a people pleaser just saying it because that's what's written but his heart, his desire, 
his mouth. Everything should be equivalent. Everything should be on the line together. As it's written in the book of Samuel, for man sees with his eyes, he only sees the external, but God sees to the heart. Now, we need to ask ourselves, why is the words, write us in the book of life, such a difficult thing to agree to? I think most people in the synagogue or the temple or at home where they are praying these words would say, yes, I would like life. Write me in the book of life. I will not have a difficulty agreeing with that. So why does Rabbi Ashlag think that that might be an issue? He goes on to explain. Accordingly, when a person cries out, write us in the book of life, what does he mean by life? The explanation is that life means clinging in unity, coming to Dvekut with the life of all lives. And this is when a person wants to work only for the sake of giving unconditionally, either to God or to his fellow man, and all his considerations for his selfish pleasure should be completely negated. And then suddenly, when he feels what he's just asked for, what his mouth is saying, his heart could get afraid. Maybe my prayer might be accepted. And then he worries, what will happen to me? What will happen to my self-gratification? What will happen to that part of myself which wants to simply gratify itself? As you know, a basic part of our nature is the will to receive. And when we're using it for our will to receive for ourself alone, even though it causes us separation from God, nevertheless, we tend to use it. We tend to, 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 to want it. We tend to cling to it. We find it difficult to let go. So when our heart hears this prayer, write me in the book of life, help me be in unity, with the king, the supreme king of kings, by letting go of my will to receive and all my actions, my thoughts, my considerations should only be what can I give to the other one? It gets worried. Then the will to receive from self alone gets scared. And it begins to imagine a situation as if it's let go of all the pleasures of this life. Let go of gossiping with its friends, talking with its companions, let go of the emotional entanglements with his family, let go of possessions, of the need to acquire. And it feels to him as if he separated himself and gone off into some sort of wilderness where he doesn't know where he's going to get emotional satisfaction from. It seems to him that he's in a dangerous situation. He feels as if he's isolated from normal human companionship 
and he feels scared. It appears to him as if he's lost his world in one moment. He feels as if he's lost the pleasures of life and taken upon himself a sort of death from the usual issues of this world. Now, of course, this is not the whole story. This is the perception that the ego gets when it really considers that prayer. But we are not just the ego. We are also the soul. So the soul is rejoicing. But the ego is shaking. It's worried. What's going to happen to me? Sometimes the framework of evil, that is the outer influences, the Yetzirah, encourages this rather dire description and helps him paint his situation in even blacker colours. And then the ego kicks against this prayer. And now we find that it's impossible for his prayer to be accepted because he himself doesn't want his prayer to be accepted. In order to understand this description and the feelings that are aroused and to understand what we really want, we need to remember we are made up of two frameworks. We are made up of the framework of good, of holiness, which is represented within us by our soul. And we also have within us the framework of evil, which is the will to receive for ourselves alone, which is egoism, when we only want to work for ourselves alone. It's not, it's not the ego itself, it's when we use it only to work for ourselves alone. So how do we decide? What constitutes that point of decision? Who is it that decides? Who is the I that can decide? Rabbi Shlomo Kalabach defines the I as that point of meeting between soul and body. It's an extremely high and precious point. So now we have two conflicting feelings. We have Kotveinu Lachaim, write us in the book of life. I want to be connected with you, God, throughout the year. I want to be giving unconditionally to you and to my fellow man. And through that, be totally connected in Dveikut, in unity. And I have within me the other situation, my will to receive for myself alone, which is demanding satisfaction. So what's the answer? The answer is faith. Faith in the sages, faith in the direction that they taught us, faith that it's going to be okay, faith to take that jump. Write us in the book of life, we say. Remember us for life. Yes, God, that is the work of the month of Elul, to come to that decision, to weigh it up, to look at it, to be honest about it. And with the help of God, to come to the prayer that we want to say on Rosh Hashanah, write us in the book of life. And when we say it, having done that work, having done that inner work, then our prayer can truly go up because we really mean it with all our hearts.
And this is what he writes. And therefore we need to have preparation for prayer, that we familiarize ourselves with the prayer, that our heart and our mouth should be equivalent. And how can we come to this level that our heart would agree, our desire will fall on writing us for the book of life? It's through familiarity through going over it, for looking at it many times, till we come to understand that receiving for ourselves alone really is separation from God. And the most important thing is uniting with the life of all lives, which is only through giving unconditionally. May God bless us all this year for a happy, sweet and good new year. Write us in the book of life. And may we come to the moment when we absolutely mean that with all our hearts and we want to be connected with the life of all lives, no matter what is going on. God write us in the book of life, all of us together. This audio recording is brought to you from the Horus School, established by Yadida Cohen for the study of the Kabbalah as taught by Rabbi Hudelev Ashlag. Studies with Yadida Cohen are available through the Horus School online. Details at www.nahoraschool.com or www.nahorapress.com.